Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. This is a HeadGum Podcast. They made a book about a video game. 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 We made a podcast about that book. Welcome to 8-Bit Book Club, the only book club that makes you dumber. Uh, we are your lore lords. Uh, I am Brian Murphy, joined by my life slash comedy partner, Emily Axford. Dumber for the summer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I panicked. We don't normally respond to that. No, do we? You, you don't. You know, uh, my other life slash comedy partner, Caldwell Tanner. Uh, the more you morph. <laughs> hey, very good. That's all I got That's, to say. The more you morph. Yeah, we'll start calling you more you morph. Uh, and then, of course, our special guest this week, Jake Hurwitz. Welcome to the show. Yeah, uh, I actually I don't want anybody to know my last name. My name is Jake, but but I can't tell Just you. Just Jake. My last name. Oh, very wow. on brand on topic. He could be a Jake from your hometown. I yeah. actually have some pointed questions about you sharing the name of the protagonist of this uh, first person narrative. So we'll get to that, Jake. Tell you what, I was immediately on his side. You're hooked. Yeah, side. yeah. <laughs> we read the first episode or the first episode. Jesus, the first book in the uh, Animorph series. You you can call a book an episode. Yeah, it reads like a TV show. In yeah, a, in a good it way. does. It reads like honestly, it reads like a movie. I yeah. have a very specific idea of the creative vision with which uh-huh. this should be fulfilled. Okay, which is great because it's already been done. There is a Nickelodeon TV show. There is a Nickelodeon TV show. I guarantee they are not. They are not doing what I think it <laughs> deserves. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine not. I can't imagine the morphs look great. <laughs> <laughs> in 1996 or whatever they I don't it. think the morphs are supposed to look great. I think the morphs are supposed to look janky and weird and upsetting. That's I'm- what I was going to say. Okay, so you know what? Let's just jump let's just jump right in and I'll say that when I read this, I didn't realize this is a horror. It's a yeah, horror. It's, body it's in horror. the horror genre. Oh yeah. And so I think that the um the interpretation it deserves is I think it deserves like a Stranger Things reboot. Yes. But with like early oh. Peter Jackson like special effects, prosthetics, like Peter Jackson bad taste mm. meets Stranger Things. We have to fucking make this movie. You want kid Andy Circus to take the role, is what you're saying. You want like a, a kid Andy Circus to be doing all of the animal morphs. Young Circus, yeah. 
Young Circus. Yeah, we young need Young Circus. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking for a Young Circus. Uh, so why don't we do a little bit of a plot overview to anybody who's not already in Anna and Anna Murph. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which it. is what we're calling the fans of course uh, so we've got five 90s teens we've got Jake, mm. Rachel, Tobias Cassie and Marco basically Jake's kind of just the regular dude mm-hmm. Rachel's like the cheerleader who's also like like the very type A one she's kind of not really the type A one she's kind of like they describe her as attractive but she's kind of mm-hmm. just like game for anything she's just cool rachel's down she's cool yeah she's cool and if like god if she wasn't jake's cousin i really think that that would work the description of her being as hot (laughs) as she is jake does describe like okay yeah she's hot but she's my cousin so i (laughs) actually don't know but also (laughs) he has a crush on the other girl cassie but doesn't describe her as being hot but really goes in on how hot his cousin is but that would be kind of like a a preteen teenager way of reacting to a crush right is to be like i guess i like cassie yeah i mean i guess cassie's hot it's just like right. I just like really want to be with her. I love her short hair. She's like right. from a sick family yeah. of vets and lives on a farm and I'm in love with her. And right. She's quiet. She says the right thing all the time. She says the right thing all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. But it's just I would say that the hottest thing is what's unobtainable uh, to Jake. Oh, so so his cousin. Right. Yeah. OK, we're going there. <laughs> Jake went there. Yeah, Jake went there <laughs> Jake in a weird went way. There. I was merely reflecting. On page but... two. Tobias is the uh like weird kid. He's yeah. he's like the nerd kid. He's he's the kid that most of us would be, which is that as soon as he finds out that there's aliens and stuff, he's just in. He's just like yeah. this is <laughs> yes. awesome. Uh, I would yeah. say, yeah, they all spend most of the book just digging their heels into their skepticism about the fact that there's an alien inv- invasion happening. Mm-hmm. Mostly Marco. As so yeah, Marco but, sucks. No, all of them, no, all of them, all of really them keep being like, Yeah, it, it must have been a dream. I think it must have been a dream. Me, <laughs> yeah, and true. I was just like, if this were me, they would be like, I'm an alien. I would be like, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Take Let's me. do this. Yeah. Take yeah. me now. There's a great scene after the like Andalite crashes down where like Tobias like touches his head and like shares Andalite alien memories yeah. <laughs> with this being that he met like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. No, he's a he's a freaking weirdo, but yeah. we love him for it. Tobias yeah. became the three eyed raven. Yeah. Honestly, true. That's true. That's true. Tobias is the is the brand is the brand that we deserved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then we've Whoa. got Cassie. Who's the, uh, I guess, like horse girl energy sort of? Love interest, horse girl. Yeah. She's an introvert. An introvert. Yeah. I don't know. It is fun to read her description through the first person POV of someone who's like in love with her. Yeah. Because it's just like everything she does. He's like, Cassie, everything she says is right. She says the right thing at the right time all the time. She's brave and cool. Yeah. I feel like this is already an inversion of the horse girl trope, though, which I like because Cassie is absolutely a horse girl, but she's also just like a biologist and like a veterinarian and also like lives on a farm. I don't think she's a veterinarian. Or her her, her her mom is a veterinarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her dad? One of them's yeah, a veterinarian. I think both of them are. She's in eighth grade, so I don't think she's a veterinarian. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she is. I can't say for sure. I don't know what her job is, but it might be eighth grade student. We might have to wait till Cassie's book to find out if she has a full-time job, but I don't think she does. Wait, they they all get their own book? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they all get a million books. This is what I this is what I learned after when I was looking at the Wikipedia that, that made me amped because a lot of things kind of ha- like you know Tobias getting uh, touched by the Andalite and like yeah. getting the memories. Yeah. Tobias like mentions that like well you didn't fucking tell me about it. But right. I, now I'm like, oh, in Tobias's book, I bet we are going to see that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they don't go yeah. replay the same 
uh, stuff over and over again, but you will see like his POV. Oh, okay. Then never mind. That was just bad writing. <laughs> <laughs> but Jake, you could write that. Yeah, you right. could write that story. All right, we haven't gotten through all the kids. So then there's okay, Marco. Marco, Marco is the fucking worst. Marco is a huge turd. Except he has one of the like a real crazy backstory that they just drop in there. Oh yeah, Wait, his mom died. That his mom drowned. Yeah. No, no, no. Very specifically, it's like Marco does not buy into this, does not want to morph, thinks that they need to stay out of all this. And the reason is that he's like, well, uh, my mom just died and I'm all my dad has. And then it's like his mom drowned in a lake, leaving no body. <laughs> well, you know, because like, you know what? she's going to come back later as a yerk. Like, you know that's going to yeah, happen. You know she's freaking yerk. Yeah, that's why oh. they're setting it up. Oh. Interesting. I, I have to tell you what I thought was going to happen. I okay. thought that okay. they are setting up a detective mystery for them to turn into dogs and go <laughs> <laughs> sniff no. out. Who that no. might happen in this addition. This is very yerk forward series. Yep, that did not read. I just thought that was a tragic backstory. Murph, you, you read the books, though, so you knew this was happening. I don't, know, no, I don't know for a fact what happened to Marco's mom. I don't remember how far I read. We can actually, wow. over on our Patreon, I think we'll do a little wiki wander for Animorphs, and we'll dig into all the lore. I'll stay uh, here. silent we'll, until then. Yeah, maybe, I, it, maybe perhaps you know, <laughs> but I assume something happened to her, because why would they introduce her? I kind of prefer it just as a backstory just because like it's so brutal to be like his mom died she drowned she drowned she <laughs> left no body by the way yeah that's and that's why i don't want to become a gorilla then they talk about what happened to marco's dad and he's like he watches tv with the sound off and it's like yeah. it's so fucking tragic and specific. yo some of the description in this are like haunting it's yeah. like know. strangely well written Tobias's life yeah. is like he never knew his father and his mother just left him and he's going back and forth between an aunt's house and an uncle's house both of whom hate each other and don't like him they really yeah. established how much no one gives a shit about tobias which makes something that except happens later yeah. except for rachel likes tobias but they make they make it so that the, a thing that happens later isn't as sad which is it's airtight kind of fucked up but anyway marco sucks ass because marco is all of the things that are hard to read about this book which is all the rad 90s teens mm -hmm. of like somebody oh, must yeah. say we're gonna be lunch like 10 yeah. times <laughs> like that 90s teen like run away like we're gonna that thing's gonna eat us for lunch yeah he's just like sarcasm incarnate yeah a pg pg deal. sarcasm yeah. is yep. just never good yeah. uh and this is a children's book so i'm not i'm not faulting the author i'm just saying i fucking hate marco yeah. yeah, it's just Marco represents a a time past, a certain type of child that might still exist, but certainly existed in the 90s. Yeah. It is funny, though, that this entire group of kids, of the five of them, about four of them, basically, are in a construction site, get visited by an alien who says, please take on my cause. Here's powers to turn into animals. And four out of the five of them are like, I don't know. We're just kids. Maybe yeah. we should take this to an adult. We have yeah. to tell the government. <laughs> yeah. Someone said they should be telling the government. <laughs> I think this is it's beautiful because I think it is just it's definitely about kids growing up and learning who you can and can't trust because <laughs> I feel like if I was 12 and an alien crash I would probably want to tell my dad <laughs> I would absolutely want to oh tell God, my dad no way I would definitely just be like cool this is my mission I'm yeah. an alien now too as soon as the alien said I couldn't trust anyone I'd be like I agree <laughs> <laughs> my dad's a fucking yerk even if he's not he's a jerk <laughs> 
yerks everywhere. Oh no, actually, your dad is not a yerk. Nope, he's a yerk. He's, trust me, he's, he's a freaking yerk. Huge yerk. Yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't buy me an ATV. He's absolutely a yerk. Let's do a real quick little plot rundown. So basically, all the kids are at the mall. Jake is our protagonist for this. The nineties uh, settings in this are strong. Yeah, we've got mm-hmm. malls. We've got construction sites. We've got construction sites that were supposed to be malls. Right. Yeah. So they leave the mall and are walking home through a construction site when an alien spaceship crashes and this mortally wounded. This this feels like it would be the beginning to like an episode of South Park or something. Cause it's just like this insane thing to put on a bunch of teenagers, <laughs> like this to alien just, like, just... show up and be like with my dying gasp. I ask the last people that yeah. I see to carry the baton of my cause quick, go into my room and get my cube. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they have to get this andalite. The, the, the alien is called an andalite, which is basically like a blue centaur with a bunch of eyes. So this eyes on the horns too, and a scorpion tail. It's rad. Uh, and they can morph also. They freaking rule. So this Andalite uh, is wounded, uh, gets out of the spaceship, and is just instantly like, ah, dumbass teenagers, do not fear. Uh, (laughs) I will help you. But there are space slugs coming. They're called Yerks. They come to different worlds, and they go into your head, and anyone here could be being controlled by a space slug. They've already got thousands of your people under control. You can't trust anyone. Also, they have no mouth, so this is all communicated telepathically. Right. Yeah. So they can telepathically hear him yeah, scream. So, yeah. Yes, and they feel it sometimes. And they do. Yeah, they feel his sadness. Tobias, like, loves the freaking Andalite. Can I take a pause just to share uh, this Andalite's name? Because it also rules. All the all the alien names in this book fucking rock. Prince Elfangor Serenial Shamtul. Yeah. I wrote that down too. Good That's ass name. Definitely coming up in mm. the wiki wander. I wrote a list yeah. of words that we need to wiki wander. So the prince uh, is is dying, and they're like, "We're just some teens. We're gonna be lunch if we try to fight these slugs." And he's like, "Don't worry. Go in the spaceship and get my cube, and then you can morph just like us." Um, and they go in and they get the freaking cube. Uh, they touch the cube, and then the Yerks show up. Five sides, five teens. Five sides for five teens. It was faded. It was faded. Uh, and then um, uh, the spaceship with a bunch of Yerks <laughs> comes down. Um, the Yerks uh, are controlling different alien species that they've taken over. One of them is the Hork Bajir. Is that how you say Hork that? Hork Bajir, yeah. I'm a major Hork head. I fucking love the Hork Bajir. <laughs> no one's a fan of the taxon? No one likes the taxon? <laughs> the taxons were like millipede aliens and the hork bajir are like giant they have just like claws everywhere apparently yeah Yeah, they're dino blade snakes i was looking through the second edition uh spell jammer recently and Mm -hmm. i like that this idea of aliens is a little reminiscent of that idea because it's all like basically like space bugs and space chimera yeah like that so the hork bajir are like a space bug made of knives and there's a it's really cool because the andalites like you should pity them they are a peaceful people even though they look scary and it's just a bug made of knives (laughs) (laughs) It is funny design to be like, and thus emerged a space insect with knives for fingers. And it's like, they are the peaceful people. (laughs) They are merely sous chefs. (laughs) Yeah, they look fearsome, but they are gentle. But the millipedes, those ones look fucked up and they are. Those guys yeah. are actually assholes. Yeah, the the centipede dudes are bad for real. Yeah, they're complicit. <laughs> well, Taxons did it voluntarily. They were like, right. "Yeah, you're yeah. 
put it go in my brain. We are yeah. on your side. But the Hork Bajir, they're like imprisoned. They're fighting. The Taxons it. have an alliance with the Yurks. The Hork Bajir were taken over by the Yurks. Uh-huh. So basically, we see uh, the Yurks come down. They've got their host bodies because they're all slugs. Um, and then the head one is called Visser Three, who is an Andalite. Great name with a worm in Whoa. its brain. And we see uh, the and uh, Visser Three kills uh, the prince, the prince mm-hmm. Andalite who was dying by eating him. I know. That's when I was yeah. like, I was sitting there because they're also spending so much time describing first person POV Jake's fear, right? Like Jake is terrified the whole time, and they're really going out of their way to be like, my muscles clench with fear, mm-hmm. my uh, my palms sweat, <laughs> the hair stands on, you know, like really describing it. And then as soon as the bad guy ate our good guy launching the story character, I was like, this is a horror. That's yeah. when I thought that. <laughs> I really like that there's like so much lines and attention given to uh, Prince Elfangor to be like this like calming presence. There's like a moment when he like turns to them and says like courage. Like, yeah. 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 And then he gives them like... he gives them the last of his courage. That's why they fight for him. That's why Tobias is so so on his side and that's why yeah. i am as well yeah yeah <laughs> and this is why i'll never live up to my full potential is because i don't have a space alien deer centaur looking out for me and giving me we cool would all die for the space alien deer centaur yeah. Yeah. i would, I would definitely i would definitely die by immediately getting the ability to turn into an animal and then just going to the biggest animal and just getting slashed getting eaten. oh <laughs> <laughs> just getting in a tiger habitat and getting attacked. Well, no better way to learn than by going to the chimpanzee cage. Oh, it ripped my face off. <laughs> oh, no. They ganged up on me. They truly are a social creature when it comes to attacking me. <laughs> it's really true. There's like a split second before you touch it and put it in that trance yeah. that it goes in when you when you collect its DNA, where it could really just fuck you up. These kids are yeah. really yeah. lucky. Uh so they have to um, uh, run away because I think Jake like yells or something when uh, the Andalite gets killed. He just can't contain yeah. himself. He's so pissed. He's so mad. <laughs> so Jake, at this point, Jake, Jake Hurwitz, <laughs> yeah. are you reading this? Are you picturing a young version of yourself? Mm, great question. I, I, I wasn't. It really only <laughs> happened when I first read Jake. I was like, okay. I'm so yeah. excited and I'm happy. Holy okay. shit. As it went on, I was, you know, probably around the time when he started describing how hot his how cousin was, I was, was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, I can't relate to this. <laughs> you know, I'm out. Jake, yeah, this guy's not me. They described Jake's mom as being a writer oh, later that's on. Right. Is this based on you, Holy Jake? Shit. Yes. Did this happen? Is this truth? Is this history? Does your mom, does your mom not like TV because she's a writer? Because that was her justification for not liking TV. Yeah. No, she, my mom is a writer, but she <laughs> loves TV. Yeah. No, she. Yeah. Wow. That sounded like a lie, Jake. Yeah. He could have been lying. No, she loves TV. Why did that sound hollow? For? I can't think of a show she likes, but I'm sure she watches it. <laughs> this guy can morph. Morph right now. Morph. Turn into a lizard. Let me morph watch a three minute morph transformation. <laughs> that was the fucking craziest thing to me is that morphing I, took oh, several oh, minutes. <laughs> Did it take minutes? Oh my god! Yes, yes. Literally, they it multiple times as taking several minutes. I'm going to read a passage of Tobias morphing from bird to human, and it is grotesque. Yes, and please. then they end it with, "and it took three minutes." <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Let me tell you something. It is beyond weird watching feathers turn into skin. The brown feathers <laughs> ran together and merged and turned pink. 
It was like the feathers were melting, like they had turned into wax and were being heated up. The beak disappeared quickly and lips grew out of it. The talons split into five and became toes. Halfway through the process of changing, Tobias was a lump, half pink, (laughs) half brown, with feather-like patterns still visible on his back and chest. His face was small and mostly human, except he still had those sharp, alert hawk's eyes. Two tiny, shriveled arms (laughs) protruded from the front of his chest with fingers like a baby's. All in all, it was a pretty disgusting sight. You just turn. Turn around. What would you do if you were on the subway and someone started morphing into a bird? And they were like, sorry. It's so weird to give someone the power and make it ugly. It's like you can turn into any animal, but like the trade-off is that it takes you 10 minutes and you scream the entire time. (laughs) This entire book series is a would you rather. It's so so funny to me because they could have made this rad, especially because this is like the 90s. But no, they were like, morphing could be like a cool like... Superman real like or like you know do it quickly but no it's long weird uncomfortable itchy yeah. your bones yeah. feel like Novocaine it's cool that it is fucked up yeah no I love it that's what yeah. it's like you're taking a huge shit it's like yeah. you're <laughs> trying to get it out <laughs> it makes more sense why these rad 90s teens aren't excited to be anamorphs when they're seeing Tobias's right. weird little shriveled face as a hawk. Tobias is yeah. a freak for it. Though. He loves yeah. it. Tobias right doesn't away. mind Tobias this at all. Loves it. Well, I think that there is also though you see it you see the way that because they take on when they morph into the animals, they take on a bit of the animals sort of essence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you yeah. see at one point when Jake was dealing with something emotional, he was retreating into like the his dog brain. happy dog right. consciousness. Yeah. So morphing yeah. does have a narcotic effect, I think. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh so basically uh they ha- would that I could morph. They have to run away from this construction <laughs> site. <laughs> There's a bunch of people chasing them. They basically recognize a bunch of people from town and everything, so they learn that this yerk problem is uh, you know, very much around uh, that there's mm-hmm. all these humans after they the next day th- there's yeah, then all they that. go to bed and jake pretends that it never happened i yes. feel like the level of appreciation <laughs> they all had for the andalite juxtaposed with every single one except tobias pretending the next day that it didn't happen is so yeah, yeah. It's, it's like so crazy uh-huh. jake is like oh, i love the andalite but that was a dream uh, okay <laughs> yeah back to school <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guess I'll play Sega. Thank God that was a dream because I have school to go to. Yeah. You just learned about a fucking <laughs> insane war for your planet. Uh, you fell in love with an alien and, and now you're just pretending it didn't happen. I just think that like they're overcome with like the existential dread of it all. And like it's a lot of pressure for like a 12 year old kid. So I, I can I can sympathize a little bit. I hate that I'm the Marco in this situation, but I, I guess I am. I guess I'm the Marco. Yeah. You're being a real freaking Marco. Because I think that <laughs> kids wouldn't even real. They would just be like, sick. I could be a fucking cat. Yeah, I think that I feel like when I was a kid, the idea of like of understanding gravity was not as powerful as the desire for imagination and the desire to be and the like belief that I really was an alien. Yeah. Thinking I had magic powers would definitely overcome any kind of like, all I was fucking looking for was an excuse to believe I have magic powers. Right. Yeah. A single push. All I was looking for was an escape. It's a little bit of that X-Men thing, right? Where it's like, you know, a character being like, 
everyone hates me because I can fly. <laughs> My life's so sad because I can fly. Everyone hates me. I can't, it's cool. I'll never find love. I'll never find fly. love because I can fly. You don't fly. get how hard it is for no, me. No, you're great. That, that X-Men has a beak. He's just got a beak and they yeah. call him Beak. Yeah. You're fine. That's you true. You yeah. when I fly... I can't take someone I love up there with me. There's definitely some X Men that like, yeah, they might have like a beak or something, and that's that's gonna be tough going to high school with a beak. But yeah. like, shout out to Beak. Yeah, is Beak a real X Men? Beak's a real X Men. Really? Good for Beak. Yeah, he gets married to um, the X Men who has uh, fly wings. Uh, I can't remember her name though, uh, and they have a bunch of uh, beaky fly babies in the in the latest run. So they make birds. They do make they birds. Invent birds. Yeah, it works out for Beak. Can I can I ask though, like Beak on their own, what function does that serve? In What's the Beak's term? power besides What's having Beak's a power? Not a mouse? Does Beak have wings? It's all contained in the name. It's right, all contained right. in the name. Beak does not have wings. Beak has kind of like chicken feet for hands. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Okay. So what's the util? What I'm trying to understand is if you're assembling a team, probably a super strong beak, I yeah. would assume. Yeah. So is it like the beak is a weapon? The beak can pick locks. Do they speak bird? It's just a good beak. <laughs> it's just like as far as beaks go, it's a pretty swell beak. I think Beak is at Xavier's school for gifted youngsters, mostly because he had nowhere okay. else to go. Because I think Beak is from like the Midwest, and nobody was on really keen, keen on the Beak. On, uh, just they seeing a, a chicken beak. man yeah. around. Okay, okay. They weren't keen on Fair the enough. Beak. Interesting. So um, when they all wake up the next day, and they're all like, "That was just a dream. We don't have superpowers." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> My man Marco stands so real. <laughs> at a certain point, Jake Tobias comes to visit Jake. And Jake believes Tobias. He's like, yes, we saw the aliens. Yes, we saw the Yerks. But no, you can't turn into an mm -hmm. animal. You're you're <laughs> lying if you're telling me that you became a hawk today. And then we get the best line in the entire book, which is uh, Tobias saying to Jake, I became dude. Oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, his cat's <laughs> name is dude. Yeah. <laughs> his cat's name is dude. And he goes into Jake's room and says... I became dude. <laughs> the animal names in this are pretty intense. Like there's dude the cat. Yeah, I like it. Homer the dog. Mm. Yeah, which right. Homer makes sense because it's like this. Oh, Jake was de definitely obsessed with the Simpsons. I see. I was thinking Homer like the um the Odyssey poet. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> From the no, Odyssey. No, no, yeah. No. <laughs> no yeah, Bart's Bart, dad. Absolutely Bart's okay. dad talking. Never about mind. It. I was like, wow, yeah. they really swung in two directions. But <laughs> now I see more of a vibe. Uh, so yeah, we'll just fast track through the rest of this. So they. Basically, now they know that there's a bunch of local people that are yurks. They finally believe that they can uh, morph. They find out that Jake's brother is probably a oh, yurk because he's acting weird. Not Tom. Uh, Tom. And Tobias reveals the ultimate goal, which is that it is Tobias received from the Andalite uh, Prince Elfangor. Elfangor. Uh, Thank Shemtool. you so much. I was trying to suss out. Um, <laughs> Rest in uh, peace. Tobias receives the very important information, which is that the Yerks have to, like, every couple days enter a pool and just, like... Just swim around. <laughs> just swim around. <laughs> Little a worms, pool yeah. of slugs. There's another logistic around morphing, which is you can only morph for two yes. hours. And if you yeah. right, or else you get stuck. That, you are stuck as the animal right. that yeah. you morphed into. Yeah. Which is very fun because it, it suggests to me that like the Andalite has this very cool technology, but it is still very much in the beta phase. <laughs> yeah. And he just gave it to a bunch of kids it's to test. It's also fun too because I'm pretty My cube sure is dangerous, but touch my cube. <laughs> <laughs> Please touch my cube and, and sign this waiver. <laughs> oh, <it's>, oh no. <laughs> hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. 
It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. I just realized it's a cube, but it was five-sided. I don't know enough about geometry. Is that a normal thing? No, it's six-sided. I think like the andalite was touching oh, the okay, six. Okay, that makes sense. I was trying to picture a five-sided cube. I don't know that the cube itself had powers. I think the cube transmitted the powers. Oh, okay. Exactly. So it was like a power PA. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so now they got to find this yerk pool where the worms swim. Yeah. Uh, so they go to the zoo. And they, so they can blow it up. I'm pretty sure Tobias said we need to find we the pool and blow it up. We need to find it, blow it up, or else we're going to be lunch. <laughs> They go to the zoo to acquire some animal DNA of badass animals. Actually, wait a second, Murph. Literally, it begins with the bad guy eating the good guy. Yeah. So Marco being like, we're going to be lunch is actually quite a legitimate fear. Oh, I know. Oh, he's yep. absolutely right. It's yeah. just he just says stuff like that a lot. We're going to be lunch. Um, <laughs> yeah. They go to the zoo to acquire DNA of badass animals. Uh, there's some hijinks <laughs> there. They like get chased by security guards and whatnot. Oh, there's a golf cart chase. Quite there's satisfying. A golf cart chase. Yeah, it's 
such amazing middle school oh wish fulfillment because they have a golf cart yes. chase. Yeah, there's a lot of like high school bait. Yeah, they jump into a golf cart to turn the <laughs> like as anyone's a driven a golf cart knows how slow they go. Someone could definitely <laughs> fucking outrun them. Oh there's really? Like, I've never driven a golf cart before. There's like two security guards running full speed at them. They jump in. It's like, do you have the key? Oh yeah, <laughs> gas. And it's like, <laughs> okay, so that makes a lot of sense because they were really recklessly driving in that golf. Golf cart, and I was picturing that thing going at goes like ninety. No, I think they go like fifteen <laughs> miles per hour max. Holy shit! Really? Marco got whiplash and died. <laughs> That's what because like they literally they started like out just yeah. r- crash into the wall, and I oh was my like, God. <laughs> so uh, yeah, they have a rad nineties escape, uh, and then of course the Yerk pool uh, is under the high school, and yeah. the, assi- the yes. main assistant oh. principal is a Yerk, which is great. For my <laughs> assistant principal is a Yerk. Perfect kids book stuff. <laughs> yeah. I like to think that the principal is in a yerk and they're like desperately trying to get him. They're like, oh, he's he, elusive. I think the principal isn't a yerk, I would imagine. Why would you need the vice principal and the principal? Mm. Yeah. You don't need all that heat. You don't need all that heat. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, so basically, uh, they know the yerk pools under the uh, high school. They've got all these badass animals now. But Cassie gets captured um, and is being brought uh-huh. down to the yerk pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they are able to save her using the badass morphs. They go uh, underground under the high school. Which there's a really fun, the perverse person who morphs in the Let's Reclaim Cassie is Rachel. And when they were at the zoo, Rachel was like, oh, I love dolphins. And everyone's like, you can't be a dolphin. And then when she morphs, she turns into an elephant. Yeah. <laughs> it's so like, badass. Hell yeah. yeah it was Rachel great. rules. Dude. Rachel rules. Yeah, Rachel does <laughs> rule. <laughs> and she was the only one who loved Tobias. I do like that. Yeah. There's that moment where like Tobias in hawk form like lands on Rachel's shoulder and everyone's kind of like, uh, what's going on between Tobias well, and only Jake, Jake was a little jealous. I don't know if you guys sensed that. He's like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't get why she nestled like nestled his head. That was speaking in the third person. (laughs) That was weird. Why is someone dating my cousin? (laughs) Only I should date my cousin. Why would anyone date my cousin? I'm not saying I should, but why would anyone? (laughs) Just so jealous. Uh, uh, Should we do uh, Animorph spoilers? I've got some. uh, Wait, but no, 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 Murph. We haven't. We haven't revealed. We haven't revealed the ending. The tragic ending. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So tragic. So then basically they save Cassie and then at the very end, and then, oh, actually, wait, you totally forgot the sickest fucking moment, which is they save Cassie and then this main bad guy shows up and morphs into his final form and he says... I acquired this body <laughs> on the fourth moon of the second planet of a dying star. So sad. And then turns into an eight-legged, eight-headed uh, creature that throws fireballs at them. And I was like, I it's need so to great. know more about this fourth moon of the second planet of a dying star. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. Visser 3 is such a perfect like 80s oh villain God. because he like ends that line by saying, like yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like always like, he's always making little puns to himself and like really kind of like just bringing the cheesiness up despite the fact that everything is so terrifying everyone Mm -hmm. has to have a little bit of 90s attitude Um, and then but then actually so then they like basically escape this guy so in this book they don't even destroy the pool they basically save Cassie Cassie, and then escape this guy but Tobias stayed as a hawk 
for two hours, and it ends with Tobias landing on Jake's windowsill and Jake being like, come on, man. Come on, man. More foul. back. More foul, dude. Quit messing around, Tobias. Turn into a little baby bird guy. Do it. I want to see your little baby toe claws. Do it. Make your feathers skin. Make your feathers skin. I want to see your skin feathers. <laughs> Tobias gets dead. stuck as a hawk. They tease it the whole time because, like, Tobias keeps fucking yeah, around. You know it's gonna happen. That little nerd wanted to be a bird the whole time. And he did it on purpose. He did it on. Purpose. I think he, he I agree that he did it on purpose. I thought it was like a little bit. I definitely was like, I don't. He this wanted. is self destructive. Yeah. Like, I love being a Tobias hawk. Says, he said I had to hide in the cave for too long. It's like that cave was described as being the size <laughs> of a stadium. Cavernous. Like, you can yeah, hide as a, a guy. He wasn't that. He wasn't that afraid. He's just like, you know what? He just wasn't. to be safe, let me stay as a bird forever. Yeah. Even it's when true. they like went to the um went to the zoo to like find better animals because they were basically like, okay, <laughs> like we can't we can't do this final thing as like dogs and cats. We gotta morph and we gotta go to the zoo. Tigers, gorillas, etc. Tigers, gorillas, elephants, uh-huh. and Tobias is like, no, nah, I'm good. All I, I need I is hawk. I actually really am. I'm really into the hawk thing. All I'm, I need is hawk and gonna- dude. <laughs> One of one of Tobias's last lines is, "I guess this is me from now on." <laughs> if I, you know, behind just, it, he was just like, "Yes, God. yes, I'm a bird." I've definitely said, "This is me now." When I got it, like, buy a new hat. <laughs> <laughs> this is me now, Von Dutch I guess hat. This is me now, cocked sideways. <laughs> <laughs> we're all we're all chasing that red-tailed hawk. Uh, yeah, I we talked about it earlier, but they really set it up that like no one was gonna look for Tobias when he was a bird. Yeah, like they're really just yeah. like no one really cared. Of, no one gave a shit about Tobias at all, except Rachel. <laughs> well, she cares about him, but she's an anamorph. She will know his secret. But don't you? Right. Doesn't it make you wonder though? Like, what is the? Fe- I I really want Rachel or Tobias's story to be them realizing that they love each other, but now Tobias is stuck as a hawk. Yeah. Will Rachel learn how to anamorph into mm. hawks to have jaunts with Tobias? Ooh, so they can do beaky yeah. kisses. Yeah. Do you want to know the answer? I actually, I think I don't want to know the answer unless it comes up in the Wiki Wander. Okay. I tr- truly, okay. I want, I want to finish the series. So I really hope people enjoy this episode. <laughs> I want to keep it going. It's at least twenty six. Uh, Is it only twenty six? Okay. That's it's not, at least twenty six, and I know this. That's not bad. Well, I know this because if you look in the back, uh, there's a little page where you can order all the books uh, from your oh, Scholastic I Inc. Oh, I do provider. remember that. That's awesome. We should get some cool erasers uh-huh. too. <laughs> yeah, we can get the. Uh, do you think they still sell the nineteen ninety nine? Animorphs wall calendar. <laughs> Should we get one for each of us? You know, it's going to come back around, at, right? At some point, don't years sometimes end up lining up with each other? I don't think it's going to be 1999 again, unless like there's another uh, messiah event or some sort of like cat catastrophe. I think she, I think she means the days. Yeah, that's what oh. I, I meant. The days. <laughs> probably. Yeah, you're probably right I on that no one. Clue. I have no clue. <laughs> But hey, we got we've got existential crises on the brain from anamorphs. Absolutely, I think there's a really funny part in it where um, Marco actually is the one who suggests the name anamorphs, and uh, and then yeah. it, Jake is like anamorphs. I said it was okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's like what your titular moment? You're gonna actively have your first person the nineties be underwhelmed. It sounded okay. Yeah. <laughs> This was like, you know, the same time that they made the X-Men movie and they made them all wear leather uh, because they were like, Psh, 
spandex on a superhero? No way. Uh, everyone was like, everyone was so ashamed of everything about themselves in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> everyone has to be a badass. At one point, though, they did go to that, what was it called? The Sharing, which is like the oh, cult yeah. that basically- uh, The Sharing was such a funny name for the cult. That was, it was yeah. such a, it was a really so good perfect. name for it. Yeah. I thought it was a good name and yeah. also really creepy because basically like Tom was part of it and this is like how they like recruit Jake's people brother. to become uh, mm. brain slugs and they basically recruit people by throwing a uh, beachside barbecue and volleyball party. It's yeah. such good, clean <laughs> fun <laughs> to get the worms in your brain. That was such a fun You just moment. go and you have good, clean fun. <laughs> and worked on all the kids all the kids were like you know what we were suspicious before but today's been really nice yeah marco went so hard on jake marco was like yeah your brother is a fucking yerk dude and then they go to this sharing they like play frisbee they have a bonfire they have a barbecue and marco is like uh, i was totally wrong these guys are awesome yeah i was just so tricked by the good clean fun <laughs> I just went swimming and now I'm fine. There's a great moment where Tom's like, yeah, uh, we play beach volleyball at night, but it's like so funny because like we can barely see the ball. It's hilarious, dude. <laughs> it all sounds like so fake. It's just like everyone trying so hard to cover up the fact that they yeah, are I know. an alien organization. Because it's, it's also, I mean... I Obviously, anytime an adult is writing a, I, again, I don't fault the author at all. Anytime an adult is writing a story no, it's so accurate. for kids, they're not going to have teenagers mm-hmm. do what teenagers actually do, which is like, mm-hmm. would just be, Marco would just throw a rock through a window and everyone else would, and then they don't go drink in the woods and be morons. But in, in this book, it's like, you know what's the most fun thing I can think of doing? Eating barbecue with my friends. Yeah. And the most dangerous thing I do is trespass a little bit on an old construction site. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if kids still co- trespass on construction sites, though, because I definitely used to do that. Yeah, yeah I did that in my neighborhood, too. I have to hope. Yeah. You it got to. It was a really fun and edgy feeling. Yeah. Although, I know we, we live in L.A. where, like, I don't know, there's just traffic all the time. So I, like, literally never see a kid on yeah, a bike. Yeah, <laughs> Never once. The one spoiler I would ask for is, mm-hmm. so they never turn into dogs and use their sense of smell to be detectives. <laughs> Uh, so, I think yeah. they sort of do. I don't think specifically for Marco's mom. But specifically for Marco's mom. Is there like a Spider-Man? I'm almost picturing like a Spider-Man version, but a detective and uh-huh. a dog instead of a teenager and a spider. Is there like a superhero that is that? Like a detective. What do you, what do you think Spider-Man is about? Spider-Man is about a teenager who gets uh, spliced with uh, spider DNA. I don't know any of this. Spice with spider DNA and then starts exhibiting some okay. of the spider traits. I'm picturing yeah. a detective who gets their DNA spliced with a dog so that they have a really good sense of smell. I'm back on board. I thought you thought that Spider-Man was about a guy and a spider who were friends, <laughs> which would be pretty good. That's a real Spider-Man. That would What's be spider so friend? hard to fill. <laughs> the spider's not cooperating. <laughs> What do you think we should do, Richard? That's the spider's name. Um, okay, I stepped on the spider. <laughs> we need a new Richard. It's fine. We have three. But sp- we have three spiders. We're down to two. You're allowed one more miss. Oh no! The bad guys are getting away. Spin a web, Richard. Spin a web. Upside down. The spider fell asleep. Hang on. <laughs> I'll be like Charlotte's Web, except they solve mysteries. That's pretty good, actually. I think we're onto something here. But yeah, um, I can't remember. I've definitely. 
read most of these books. And part of me thinks, we'll have to go over this in the Wiki Wander. I do think they might go to the quarry at some point. Where, or Marco's, like wherever, where Marco's mom. Marco's mom. I think, uh, you know, supposedly is deceased. Caldwell, I think now I remember what Marco's mom is. And this is terrible. This is terrible audio because I'm just looking at you knowingly. Uh-huh. Wow. But I can't say anything. Is she a hork <laughs> No. Is she a Traxan? <laughs> no. <laughs> She's not a taxi. Okay. Is she in the sharing? Uh, sort of. Is she a gaff rash? That's a word I wrote down. A gaff rash? G H A F R A S H. It was never described. I don't know. I think that might be. There's. Can we go over all of the great words in this? By the yeah. way, do you have a list? I I do have a list of things that I want to look up on the Wiki Wander. Okay. Yerks. Andalites, bug fighters, Z space, blade ship, taxon, viscer three, anterian bog morph, gaff rash, prince elfinger, xerinsol, shamtul, <laughs> and kadrona rays. Kendrona rays, yeah. I just love that they have to go into a hot tub every three days because, <laughs> like, swim honestly, around as a freaking worm. <laughs> it sounds like a pretty good life, right? I guess because they need it. those worm nutrients. They need to, and it was a silvery pool. It seems kind of fun to just be yeah. a wet mm. little worm wiggling around in there. Yeah, mm. if it weren't so dangerous <laughs> for humans, dude, you would be one of the voluntary. You would volunteer yourself for a yerk. That, there were people that did that. There were people that were like, I, I want, I don't want to be in control of my life. Anymore. I don't want to be a dude anymore. I, I just want to be. I want to have a freaking wet. I want to be a wet worm in my ear. And how different is that than what Tobias did, which is surrender wow. himself to becoming a hawk? Right. <laughs> what happened to the hawk that Tobias became? It's still there. Yeah, he just. They're just sharing. They share the now? DNA. Yeah. yeah, they share. Oh, the, gotcha. They're I like see. twins. Like twins. Okay, so he has a. Oh, that's gonna be really fun. He has someone to talk to then when Rachel becomes a red hawk and they start sort of seeing each other. Start a family. Here's how, here's how dumb I was as like a nine-year-old or whenever I read this book the first time. I remember being like kind of shocked and like shook when Tobias stayed as a bird. But when I read <laughs> it this time. coming. <laughs> when I read it this time, I, I was, was like, yeah. yeah, no, this, this is like I, as soon as he did the first time, as yeah. soon as he came back, he was like, it was amazing. I'm like, this guy's going to become a fucking <laughs> yeah, bird. Yeah. I love it. I love being <laughs> this a guy's bird. Going bird mode. Even though it's telegraphed, though, that scene, that scene of him being like, just come on, come on, Tobias, morph back. Turn, turn into a little baby. <laughs> morph back. Please. Become a guy. <laughs> also because him and Jake weren't even that good of friends. It was basically just Tobias got picked on at school and Jake one time was like, yeah. hey guys, knock it off. And Tobias started following him around after that. Yeah. yeah. Which is like a very specific <laughs> type of kid, which like I in- instantly pictured him. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I think that Jake and Tobias are better friends now, now that Tobias is a hot. Well, the, and Marco yeah. was such a shithead the entire time that I think I would also have gotten closer to Tobias because Tobias, Tobias totally yeah. Tobias was cool. <laughs> Tobias was actually I think they said that Jake was the leader several times, even though he never did anything. Yes. But I think Tobias mm-hmm. Tobias was the real Tobias from the get go was like, we are fighting for the Andalites. I don't care what you guys do. I'm on his side. And everyone right. followed Tobias. Actually. Yeah. And Rachel was pretty much like, I'm with Tobias. Yeah. yeah. Tobias and Rachel were the only ones that made up their minds. That's true. I think they're the best ones. Yeah, I, I agree. Actually, Cassie's great, too. Yeah. Cassie's reveal of like when they basically like all met back up the next day and were like, I don't think it's a dream, guys. And then it was just like they looked up and then like run like galloping down the hill was a 
was a horse yeah. and they're hey like, it's Cassie. And then she morphs into like a latex suit and she's like, I found a way to keep my clothes on when I morph. <laughs> <laughs> and Marco never figured it out and never will have to now. Yeah, because they, they get into it that like Cassie is like a good yeah, morpher. She's, really she's like good. an artistic yeah. morpher, which is very fun. But then also there's a really funny scene after that where they have to hide her morph from the cops. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's just like turning back <laughs> into a horse, I think. Just, or she was halfway she, she was, was halfway, halfway in a morph. Yeah. Which is why it's yet another great call that morphing takes a while. <laughs> it was sick when they were making their escape and she was like at the pool. They're about to put a yerk in her brain. She broke free, mm-hmm. is running towards the escape and then becomes a horse and two yeah. people ride her to safety. That yeah. was a sick Cassie moment. <laughs> Which does sick. actually kind of break the three minute. It takes three minutes to morph roll, but you know. Yeah, well, she's good. I at think it. that Cassie's so good at yeah, it. Yeah, might have taken oh, three true, minutes true. for Tobias and his okay. weird baby uh-huh. bird morph. Because he was milking <laughs> it. That sick fuck loves being a bird. Yeah. She <laughs> likes that in between. You know what I mean? He's like, let me have feathers a little longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is true that, like, the entire time they show you how long and disgusting the yeah. morphs are, and you're like, gosh, I hate, like, this is really cool. I want to be a bird, but, like, is it yeah. worth it? And then Tobias gets stuck, and you're like, oh, <laughs> the dangers of morphing. <laughs> So I feel like we are going to be going to school to school uh, with a PSA about the dangers of morphing. Um, if yeah. uh, a endangered prince from an alien race gives you a cube, just know that two hours in the morph, you got to be yeah. careful, kids. And I am happy to just I'm just going to I'm going to come onto this little like little show that uh, Call Will say on the road. And I'm just going to read that passage of Tobias morphing from a human <laughs> into a bird. Does that um, sound fun? To I'm going to open and close every single uh, mm-hmm. assembly with that. <laughs> Six sides on a cube, two hours in a morph. Remember those numbers, kids. If you think you can handle that, cut through the construction set on your way home. <laughs> now, here to drive the point home, your friend and mine, it's Tobias the Hawk. <laughs> I, I was bad at being a kid, but I'm a hawk now. <laughs> I love being a hawk. Tobias, shut up. It'd be so easy to fake it and just grab a random hawk. <laughs> Tobias wouldn't have to be this there. This is Tobias yeah. the hawk boy. He could talk in your head if you were also an animorph, but you're not. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it works. Yeah. God, they really made it so easy to pretend. <laughs> Talk to your kid about morphing today. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, you guys want to do, uh, I guess we can kind of combine it, but book club with like a short rest type thing and do roses and thorns. Oh, no, we do A to J, right? Oh, yeah, we'll do A to J. Well, how about Vissers and Kissers? Oh, Vissers and Kissers is good, though. Vissers and Kissers? Okay, Vissers I mean, are bad. I do have I do have Vissers and Kissers. Yeah, okay. let me hear it. Let okay, me hear yeah. It. My only note, and I actually really enjoyed the book. Okay, I, I, yeah. I truly enjoyed mm-hmm. it. And as I, I read it on my flight, and as I was on my way home, I was like thinking about how I could read the next one. So <laughs> I feel like me, hooked, I'm like three yeah. times as old as the age of someone that's supposed to be into this book, but I am. Um, yeah. I found uh-huh. it to be at times a little repetitive in the, <laughs> this was a dream. Only I wish it yeah. was a dream because it was real, <laughs> yeah. but it seemed like a nightmare. And like, yeah. Yeah. and then every single person had that exact same thing. So like Jake yeah. realizes it's it's real. And he's, and Tobias is like, I can morph. And he's like, no, you can't. Then he watches it. And then he's like, Jake, you can morph. And he's like, uh-huh. no, I can't. No. And then he does it. <laughs> then they go to the farm. Yeah. He's like, 
uh, and Marco's like, I can't morph. You guys are crazy. It's like, I've had, I've, there's so many Surely there's two I, people yeah. who are a little excited <laughs> right, to have yeah. powers. I think that like kids are like skeptical preteens is just unbelievable to me. I'm skeptical about that. Let's face it. Kids want to morph. Yeah. Let's face it. Or at least give them different <laughs> POVs. Everyone's POV yeah. was like, yeah, right. Everyone said, yeah, right. It's like, yeah, yeah. just change it up. <laughs> mm -hmm. They're all different people. <laughs> so that's going to knock this down from a perfect score for Even you. Even the narrative tone of the book was like, here's a crazy story. You're probably not going to believe it. <laughs> like the whole time. It was just like clipped sentences being like, this is really dangerous stuff. Do you think you can handle it? Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. so casual. It, I feel like that was kind of just like the vibe of like, yeah, from that true. though, was like just kids being like, no one's going to believe us. We're kids. Yeah, but they didn't even yeah. believe each other. But they didn't believe each other. Yeah. It's, well, you don't it's even like, believe each other. I think my my viscer is that I kind of wish that they said I was like, of course, I want the assistant principal to be a yerk, but set right. him up. You could. Oh, they, they kind of didn't him make him that bad a guy. Up top. I wanted He's, one scene with him being like a jerk. They should have been like, Jake, yeah. get to detention. Yeah. They yeah. just thought that uh, saying vice principal was like enough. It was enough. Out. Like no one had a vice yep. principal that they liked. So <laughs> which is such great. a which is such a cartoon true. and movie thing. Like, did you actually hate your principal when you went to school? Our school didn't have a vice principal. We just had a principal. Yeah, I don't think that we had a vice. principal. I think we had Maybe a vice principal, did. and he was fine. I didn't have a problem. My cousin <laughs> is a principal, and he's like one of the best guys I know, and cares so much about the school. <laughs> like, yeah. If you were an anamorph, would you like him though? Probably not. If you were a 12 year old Hamworth. <laughs> I had one principal I hated and one principal that I didn't really know much about, but he rollerbladed through school and that was pretty cool. That's that sick. is cool. Yeah. Whoa. That's such a yeah, yerk yeah. move. Whoa. Trying to blend in. Yeah, Clearly right. Covering. Yerks can't rollerblade. Yerks can't blade. <laughs> that's blade. the thing though, Emily. Yerks can't that's blade. the thing. Yerks can blade. No. And that's why you can't trust anyone. No. <laughs> um, I have I have a couple kissers okay. for this episode. Um, I was surprised by how much I learned uh, rereading yeah. this book. Oh, the animal facts? About animals? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of great animal facts in here. They would always be followed by, it would always be like, um, which is a type of iguana, as if you care. Yeah, <laughs> like you care. <laughs> Sorry I made you learn, asshole. <laughs> Again, there's a real confidence problem in yeah. the 90s. You had to like hedge everything in irony or sarcasm. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was it was that it was like the the bit about the the anole and the, the way that they have um, uh, like panoramic vision yeah. because they have eyes on the oh, side yeah. of their head yeah. was really cool. Oh yeah, so like I they have no that. depth perception, but they have like you know like a wider range of vision to watch out for predators. Also, very nice um, hero's journey stuff to have Jake be struggling with uh, like a very visceral cowardice, and then yeah. the most important morph that he did. Like turning into the lizard to find out where the pool was, he turned into a very scared animal. Yeah, yeah. And then That's the growth true. of him, to final, his final form being that tiger and feeling confident yeah. and feeling calm yeah. even in the face of danger. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, it was cool. I think someone read Joseph Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this was rad. <laughs> Whoever wrote Animorphs. <laughs> I think we should call it the Morphers Journey from now. The Morphers on. Journey. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like that. I think what we mm -hmm. what we need is a is a new series, exact same plot, except for with just some thirty year olds. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Oh, like they're just leaving work, fun. going Especially to happy hour, 30... and Mandalite comes down. But then it would be like 30-year-olds would just be like, oh, this is it's so awesome to be an animal. My body hurts as is. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, true. Oh. What a joy to turn into a bird and fly. God. My back hurts from a long plane ride. I think I'd find out like that there were thousands of yurks and be like, oh, there's nothing we can do. There's absolutely guys. <laughs> let's uh, just fucking let's just use our animals to escape. I have to be honest. Let's just be dolphins, guys. Even now, I think if I found myself experiencing a UFO, someone comes out and is like, this is going on. I don't even think that I would be skeptical now. Also, the fact that M would be so on board with it, I think I could still, we could still have our home life because I think what would happen is we would probably just fight yurks all the time as different animals. And then also just like, I guess we wouldn't have time to be podcasters or anything anymore. So we'd have to like steal stuff, I guess, but we could do that as like birds. if, if we, yeah. if the podcast ever goes away, it's because, it's because we're animorphs. <laughs> we're animorphs. Well, we'll post a hiatus <laughs> announcement. <laughs> Murf and Emily are gone. Your invasion. <laughs> Murf and Emily can no longer produce the podcast while they save the life for your fucking children. I went over to Murph and Emily's house, uh, and there were two more cats than there used to be for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and they were standing on high, their hind legs. Oh, day day one, we just fall asleep as cats and become cats, and then <laughs> someone comes to check on us, and there's just two oh, extra cats God, in our house. That That's be... definitely a possibility. I mean, it'd be cool to be a cat, but that'd be a real waste of the power. Yeah, agree. It's also yeah. so funny because because in all the descriptions they really take on the, the yeah. animal's personality it would be mm-hmm. like okay I'm a cat oh it's midday Oof, oh, I really should grab a nap take a nap yeah. oh that was another great horror <laughs> scene that we didn't talk about when he was a yeah. lizard and the lizard instincts uh, ate a spider oh, yeah. and he didn't want to eat it yeah. and he basically described trying not to eat this spider and then against his like will swallowing this like writhing alive yeah. spider yeah. as a lizard that was fucked. That mm-hmm. was great. And the only thing worse though. than swallowing a spider is eating broccoli. <laughs> oh, there was Gosh. a little broccoli hate. <laughs> Ugh, it's going to be lunch. <laughs> That's my viscer. That's my yeah. viscer for this episode. Broccoli's pretty good. You just got to like season broccoli. it correctly. Mm. Yeah. It's got to be charred. I feel like a rad 90s teen about it. I don't love it. <laughs> I like you got to put it in the oven. Put it on yeah. uh, maybe like something in the 400s, uh, cover it in tinfoil, <laughs> and then at the end, you take the tinfoil off so you get like a little bit burned. Mm. Yeah, yeah. A little crisp yeah. on it, yeah. Crisp on mm. it. I don't think I don't Jake's mom that. was going to these lengths. Yeah. Well, she's a busy writer. <laughs> That's true. She's busy keeping her children from watching TV. I will say uh, Kisser is definitely the last scene. As soon as, basically as soon as yeah. Rachel turns into the freaking elephant, it's on. Oh, that yeah. was The cool. end of the book is great. a thrill ride. It's a thrill ride. It's a tearjerker for the bird it's a boy. It's setting for a final battle. It's just like yeah. descending into a cavern with like a writhing slug-filled pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poor Jake. He gets two losses back to back. Like he loses his brother to the Yurks after almost rescuing him. Wait, he loses his brother? Yeah, they try to Not rescue die. Tom. He doesn't, he doesn't die. die. He's recaptured by the They Yerks. lose him to the they cause. Try to they him. lose him to the Yurks. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool to mm-hmm. end it on that cliffhanger. That was a kisser for me because I, you know, there was that whole like thing with Tom. It's like, oh, we're, we're not as close as we used to be. Yeah. Tom's being an yeah. asshole to his brother, and then you find out that there's some people that are Yerks voluntarily, and then and Jake is yeah. like, oh, what is is Tom one? And then they're like, no, yeah. Tom. Tom fought really hard. So yeah, it's like, Tom that is hard. such a wild scene because there's just people watching TV right next to Hork Bajirs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were other Hork Bashirs like that were down to get turned into Yurks, and they were all just watching TV together. 
They're all just watching Everybody Loves Raymond together in this like fucking weird underground hot right. tub. Which I guess the idea of signing yourself over to the Yerks would make sense in almost yeah. like a Squid Game way of like I could see there being this weird upper class thing mm. of like people getting yeah. like these like cushy rooms or something and treating it as some weird experience. But the idea that they're just in a separate yeah. cage watching TV, hearing people scream and they're fine <laughs> is yeah. really weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All they get is like lazy boy chairs and that's it. <laughs> Weird stuff. <laughs> Some would say that maybe the real Yerk is growing up. Yeah. I mean, for sure. That definitely felt like a theme in this, especially with Tom's journey. It was like Tom doesn't like basketball anymore. He's trying to be he's just trying to help find out who set off fireworks at the construction site. He's just trying to help the cops. <laughs> so funny. Yep. All right. See you later. And remember, <laughs> let me know if you hear anything about the construction site. <laughs> Dude, you're a yerk. This is such yerk behavior. That was so obvious. (laughs) I I hate that yerk behavior is absolutely going to become part of my vocabulary. (laughs) Just so, yeah, just so obviously for some reason cares about searching for the kids who were seen at the construction site. Hey, dude, I'm just a regular-ass 17-year-old. Uh, little bro, did you hear anything about, like, some kids that were at the construction site? They were saying crazy stuff, like they saw a spaceship with some space worms. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? You don't believe in UFOs, Do you? Right? If you saw one, right? you would think that was, like, not a UFO, right? Anyway. Just looking for some confirmation. Me and all of my friends are going to go eat hamburgers on the beach. Do you want to come? <laughs> Only a little bit of sand makes its way into the burger. It's pretty funny. You're coming, right? (laughs) Just perfect non-European. Dude, we're all going to go skateboard around and report crimes. (laughs) Just like normal teenagers. Want to come play volleyball and look out for miscreants? (laughs) And Marco's just like, this is normal. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Shout out to the Marcos out there whose friends make them stronger. Hmm. <laughs> you you can unleash the gorilla within you. I believe in you. Wow. Yeah, I, it is hard not to like Marco when he becomes a gorilla and starts punching people. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Pretty rad. He makes a lot of King Kong jokes. That's true. It is good character justification that his mom both drowned and the body and disappeared. Was never found. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know what? And let's end it there. We'll tease that. We will reveal what happened to Marco's mom over on the Patreon. Uh, We're going to be doing a little... uh, We're going to be diving into the Animorphs lore uh, and revealing some things. Time to wander. Time to wander. The wiki. Um, Thank you guys all so much for listening. You can listen to that over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing yet. (gasps) Okay, fine. Uh, And we've got some live shows to plug. Uh, You can get tickets to our live shows over on nadpod.com slash live. We've got Portland on June 16th. We've got Los Angeles on June 17th. And we've got Vancouver on October 21st. Please check those out, nadpod.com slash live. Yes. Uh, anybody else got anything? That was what I was going to say. Ooh. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll third that. But also, I do have some uh, juicy little uh, bits and bobbins Please. from the, the P.O. box Ooh, that I like to discuss. Oh, do share. Yeah. Um, we've been getting a lot of nice notes from folks. Um, so I would love to highlight some of those, if that's all right. Yes. Uh, Mackenzie, uh, whose sorority sister Emily met at a bar, uh, oh. said that she 
try putting her dice in the moonlight, but um, unfortunately, all she got was a little crappy streetlight, and they rolled terribly. Yikes. So um, try again, I would say, Mackenzie. Try, try again. again. Maybe you know, maybe it was a fun story that that the dice came up with. That's true. Oh, there you go. Maybe they blessed you in a way that you have not perceived yeah. yet. Anna sent us a note of how how listening to the show helped them succeed during their first time playing D anD. So happy we could help you and be there in spirit, Aww. Anna. Let's see. Emily D. in Montreal sent us a nice note. So happy we could help you through tough times. Oh, and best of luck uh, with your new career as a bioarchaeologist. Wow, rad. That's cool. Let us know if you find any freaking cubes. (laughs) We need one. We need one. We need a more. We need one. Yeah, if if a cube crashed in like the 1800s, it could be buried by now. We got to find these cubes. There's sacred deep earth cubes out there. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, we got a lovely handwritten note from Marge. Glad to hear your kids love Big City Greens. Oh. It's a very good show. Yeah. Anna and Chris in Cass City sent us a save the date and a lovely note about how Anna was listening to our show on their way to their first date with Chris. <gasps> that is dope. So nice. That's kismet for wow. sure. Wow. So actually we can take credit for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we can decide if this wedding goes through or not. I think that, that's cool. what that means. Yeah, we're allowed to object because we will be in the audience. <laughs> uh, we will be in disguise though. So um, please don't. I'll be a hawk swirling up uh, in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they walked down like, wait a minute, there's two gorillas. We only invited I'll one. I'll be a gorilla in like a really cute dress. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going just to see that. I will, of course, be a dolphin. Uh, Theodore sent us a lovely note and a keychain from their home state of Oregon. Um, apparently, there's a state park there that looks exactly like the Crick, Ooh. according to Theodore. So, gosh, I want to see that someday. Let's see. I got a couple more. I'm just burning through them all. Gig F, a.k.a. Uh, Giraffe and Goggles Art, sent us a nice note with some drawings of Mavericks and the triplets. Thanks, Gig. Yeah. Dylan, the manager of Circa, sent us a voucher to dine at the restaurant in Dublin. Ooh, we will have to go next time we are over yes. there. Uh, we were in Dublin for, I think, not even 24 hours <laughs> last yeah. time. So, <laughs> uh, next time, though. Let's see. Samantha sent us a save the date and individual notes. We're happy we could keep you in Blake company during the pandemic. Um, oh, sorry you couldn't make it to the Dallas live show. Definitely next time. And last of all, a postcard from Maggie and Chandler in Colorado. Thank you so much for coming to our Seattle show. That is all of our notes. Um, thank you all so, so much for listening and sending things in. 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number 222, Los Feliz, California, 90027. Invite us to your wedding to be welcome. Yeah. Uh, sweet. Uh, and you can uh, follow us on social media that we may or may not use at me at Caldys Caldwell, at Ashford's Emily, at Jake Rowe, which is Jake. And you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N A D D P O D. We are, we are. You, the morphs of a nation. We are, we are. The morphs of a nation. They made a book about a video game. Game. It's the end of the show, everyone, and you know what that means. It's time to shout out our benevolent council of elders, you benevolent little beauties. I'm talking about Brad D, Jeffrey S, Hugh C, Later McSkater, Matt M, Jordan DJ, Cutter W, Daniel G, Dylan B, who is missing his own D&D game to go see NADPOD Live in L.A. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Dungeon Mama, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Beardman Dan, Danny P, Michael McD, Vincent W, 
Mr. Cole, Victor T, Balnor's boy forever, Dominic P, Andrew A, Justin I, Ragnar Fairwind, TJM, Trele the Crayfay, Jared E, Christopher B, Danielle R, Cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, Brian W, Vice President of Business Development of Shore Incorporated. Whew, that's a good one. Richard X Machina, Michael L, Taylor S, Callum L, Jack L, Sam L, Nicholas C, Thaddeus Thunderous Turtle, Samuel B, Mike H, Martin P, Matthew E, Way Cooler Than Angry Wheat, Adam G, Tyler F, Panama James, Andrew the Bard, Captain Sigil, Diana de los Lopez, CC Lulu, Michelle O, Hercule Poirot, the Rabbit Folk Detective, Timmy R, Crackaholic, Lucas B, Reiko, It's Kevin, Calders, Cold, Come, hashtag, love to all my supporters, <laughs> New York, Cass, Skateboard Cass, Steven C, Mike K, Lady Taco, Joy T, Nara, Wit and Whimsy, Jake L, Nick W, Brave the Badger, Esme M, Mutton the Mad Druid, has been trying to undo his friend who's been stuck as a polymorphed sheep for three weeks, Foster, the original Boneless Duck, Aaron the Asshole Ranger, Big Beard of the Mad, Eric McD, Giant Monsters on the Horizon, Percival, Frederickstein, Von Musel, Klozowski, DeRolo, the Third, Christian A, Olivia K, J Dragonborn, Joro, the Inappropro, Liam D, the Sandrian, Ben A, Veldonis, John the Third, Dave H, Vivian, Koala Bear, Catherine S, David K, Christian S, Rebecca G, Dustin S, Connor F, Hawkeye Pierce, Bookvar's assistant Izzy F, Mark U, Blair the Bug, Blair Barbarian, Cat C, Kelsey J, Porkchop, Ariel the Occasional Mermaid, Selena and Velociraptor, Minette the Magnificent Magikarp, Pat L, Achutha A, Lauren H, Joshua D, Ryan S, the Bone Duster, the Charming Fluff, Rabbit Crisp, Telekitty Creations Fan Illustrator, Ploops, Carly Ann, Addie K, AP Dot Cleric, Lori P, those who love and give where they can, Spam Gaming, who's just some guy, I guess. That's kind of an upgrade from being a not so good gamer. Grant L, Connor Savage, Christopher J, Pebble Pot. What happens when you stand on a D4? Your foot takes 1d4 damage. Ooh, look at that. Salil, Leviathan, BioQuart7, Remington CD, Amber, Dextrous, Sullivan H, Trub, Hopdropper, Sydney T, Jack H. Hi, my name is Brian Murphy. I wish I could tell you that I'm a golden finch, but I'm really just a dirty city pigeon. Ha, <laughs> Aphorex, hashtag sexy saw slurpin' snitties. Garble the moist. Juicy kiwi, Saul's future life partner. Champ wild, Balin. Sprite Pepsi, Carolyn C. Louie is your centaur dad. Emily S. Harry Cox. Allie, congrats on finishing your master's degree. Love you. Estelle, Justin L. Torley Skirmisher. 
Dandy, Ian D. Bunny, hashtag Claudia said nothing wrong, hashtag neither did the robot dogs, hashtag frog pal and Claudia suck. Marco P, Pup Kalish, learns the balanced druid. Dakota James P, Frida M, Pagos, the self-proclaimed fey prince. Tracy P, the Crick Elf librarian. Friar Fizzit. Andy E, Holly Hyena, Anthony A, Kristen Z, Leah C, Paige H, Beatrix's beautiful baby batter. Pixel Stars, Kristen with a K. Cal supports Calder's cold come. Hashtag stay strong, they can't stop us all. Commodore Galaxy, Edison N, Russell H, a monk named Dilgo, Zero Parity, the not so bad DM. Look at you, good for you. Neos, the novice monster hunter. Some jerk named Simon, I dreamt he shouted at me that I should remember him and free him as if I knew who he was. Lorelai Frost, Morgan M, a peeling sticker. Stephen E, Mr. Adams, Meg, the mail carrier of Bohemia. James F, Jimmy A, hi, man, hi, man, yeah, that's me. Cap'n Cappy, M4L, the Dragon Ambassador, Wayfarer, Inventor of the SS Stormbjorn, Andrew B, Cope Fresh, Purple Good Barrel, Barbarian and Brewer Emeritus of Waterdeep, Welshlander, Garrett G, One Big Curd, Eric M, Mr. D, Sean J, Mr. Sillyhead, Monster Captain Renee S. Olivia, the enchanting bard who will totally be making money off all the duck team tales with an on-the-go, all-the-stop show. Boozlay, the artificer. Michaela R. Albans, Alabaster, Aftermath. Hashtag come up, it's will rise. Solemn, sticky sauce. Hashtag CCC double down. Calliope's cumulo, come blast. Hashtag CCC forever. Riley S. Sir Sig 93 FICO, Buckles and his ball gags. No one is cooler than Angry Wee, especially not the front half of a horse costume. The game itself. Chaos Comf, a.k.a. I am a Smaffire. Chacked Eheron R. Tony G. Logan D. Anthony Dale Murphy Jr. would like to declare his full support of hashtag CCC and its derivatives. Josh H. Jack the Jacks, Jinx, and Rogue in search of Bohemia's biggest balls. Sammy the Nico. Mango Empanadas. Yum. After all that cum talk, I could still find Mango Empanadas sounding like a fun little dessert. And finally, Cora Bright. Thank you all so much. We love you. You make our show happen. Mwah, 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 mwah. Goodbye, sweeties. That was a HeadGum Podcast.